Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Blessings. Alright. Let me talk. I started teaching you about backsliding. Because nobody should backslide. Amen. That's why I'm taking my time to teach you about backsliding. It's a very sad state to be in. Hallelujah. So, um, I believe I shared with you, you know, from the book, the prophet Jeremiah, how Jeremiah describes the backslider. Do you remember? Or you, you, you have forgotten? Everybody should give me one example, one, one way that Jeremiah described a backslider. What was the first description? It's like what? An, like a dog who has what? A dog who has gone what? Yep. You puke it out. Then you go back and lick it. Yuck. That is when you are born again and you backslide and become an unbeliever again. You are like a dog who vomited. And then went back. The things that you didn't like, the things that were defiling you, the things that were um, the things that you, you you did not like. Because usually when you are sick, you throw up. The things that make you sick, and therefore you throw up. Now you've gone back to it. It's ugly. What other description did the prophet Jeremiah give about the backslider? Like a bride, what? Like a bride, what do you say? Like a bride or what? I mean, if you see a bride who's coming through the door, wearing jeans and t-shirt. I mean, your first impression, uh-uh, we need to call 911. There's something wrong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it means that being saved and backslidden, you are out of your mind. Something is wrong. It takes some spiritual insanity. It's like a bride who has forgotten his gown on his wedding day. I mean, this wedding gown, people plan it two years ahead. Oh, I mean, I even know some people who plan the wedding gown is planned two years ahead. I mean, they have chosen where to get the gown, the size, and everything. Even before the man came, they have a wedding gown. <laughs> so to forget on that day, you are, what other description did Jeremiah give? What did he say? A wild donkey. Yes, you remember, very good. A wild donkey. It's like a wild donkey without restriction. You cannot be tamed anymore. You are a wild animal. Hallelujah. 
Yeah. What else? A broken system. Oh, you kept the nose very well. Very good. A broken system. He said, not only a broken system, you are like somebody who is standing by a fountain of living water. Then you leave the fountain and go and pick for yourself a system that is broken and with holes in it and now you are fetching water with it. It's like you have left life. The thing that gives you life, the word of God, the protection, the salvation, the security. You have left all this life and now you are, it's, it's, it's like you have left a life of peace and safety to a life of frustration. Because to fetch water with a broken system is a frustrated life. Can you imagine fetching water with a, with a bucket that is broken? You go and come, go and come, go and still have nothing. That's what the Bible is saying. That without God, when you, when you serve God and you backslide, it's like you have left something that grips your life and now you are just wasting your time. That is why you will be frustrated because you are fetching water with a broken system. Hallelujah. Is that all the things that Jeremiah said? Good. Now, and then I, I believe last week I, was, I shared with you about causes of backsliding. Hallelujah. If, I remember, if you remember right, right? The reason why people backslide. And I think I only talked about one reason. What, what did we talk about last week? Why do people backslide? Because they are what? They are shallow. They are not deep. They are not deep. They don't know God for themselves. You see, when you don't know God for yourself, you can backslide. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you don't know God for yourself, you can backslide. He that endureth to the end shall be saved. You see, a lot of Christians know God from somebody's point of view. But you must know God for yourself. A lot of Christians, you see, you must be deep. Because that's, that's what we're talking about, the parable. You see, and, and, and the seed that fell. Okay? On, on, on the story ground, having no roots, you have to have roots in Christ. Because otherwise one day something will tempt you and you will change your mind. Hallelujah. So it's not just good to be among the crowd. That is why every Christian must have a personal encounter with God. Yeah. That's what Paul said. Paul didn't say, I know whom we have. Paul did not say, I know whom we have believed. That's not what he said. He did not say, I know whom we have believed. He said, I know whom what? I said, I know whom, whom what? Yeah. It is because of lack of personal debt. In fact, if you can find that scripture where, where Aaron made the golden calf in Exodus. Yeah, that story. Maybe it will be a good, a very nice story to read. It's one you can find it for me. When Moses went to see God and Aaron made a golden calf for the people. Exodus. Yeah. Can you find that story? Is there? <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Okay. 
I'm talking when you don't know God for yourself. You see, Moses knew God. Moses had gone to meet God. Moses had gone to the mountain personally to meet God. But the people who were down there, you see, a lot of their faith was based on Moses. So when Moses was not there, their faith was shaken. See, a lot of Christians, their faith is based on the pastor. No, the pastor knows God, but you know God. The pastor may know God. So, so all your faith and your Christianity is based on the pastor. But when the pastor is not there, when brother Doug is not there, can you stand? Hallelujah. Look, this is the story. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto Aaron, Up, make us gods, which shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we know not what has become of him. We don't know where, we don't know where Reverend is. We don't know where pastor is. Look, Charlie, let's organize ourselves. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in your ears, which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made a molten calf. And they said, This be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the. I mean, can you believe that? After all the miracles, Moses took up hold and run Jehovah part the sea. They still didn't know God. And they still think this was a God. Shallow. That's why the Bible said that Moses knew that the people of Israel, they knew the acts of God, but Moses knew his ways. You see, your faith, you, you see, it's good to believe in your pastor, trust your pastor, but you must not go for yourself. And he received them at their hand uh, 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 and fashioned it with the graving tool after he had made a molten cup. And he said, Go, next verse. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is the feast of the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and to rose up to play. Totally backslidden because Moses was not there. Totally. Totally. The only God they knew was because Moses was there. You see, a lot of Christians nowadays, I'm not even talking, a lot of Christians nowadays, they don't know everything prophet, pray, pray, pray for me, they don't know God for themselves. Total. Totally off. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down for thy people, which thou brought us out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly. Look at how quickly they have turned aside. Of, they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed thereunto and, and said, This be thy God, O Israel, which I brought out of Egypt. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff they are stubborn. Stick people. Now therefore, let me alone that my, my wrath that, that my wrath may wax hot against them and that I may consume them. And God said, look, I'm going to kill all of them. Yeah, I'll kill all of them. And I will make a nation. 
and I'll make a great nation of thee, and I will make of thee a great, and I'll kill everybody, and you Moses and I'll make a nation. Then don't think God cannot do it, because if he created the world out of Adam, he can create another world from Moses. He can, he can create another world from Moses. You should thank God for Moses. You should thank God for a pastor who cares. And Moses besought the Lord. It's God and said, Oh Lord, why thou, why thou thy wrath was against these people, which thou hast brought out of the great prophet of Moses? Moses started begging for them. Wherefore should the Egyptians say, He started begging for them. Continue, begging. Then Moses said, Look, God, remember, remember, remember. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Remember your promise, God. I beg you. I know what they did wasn't good, but God, remember. Moses was a very good pastor. Moses was a very good pastor. To whom thou swear to them, and I multiply thy seed. You beg them. Continue. And the Lord repented. Of the, so God changed his mind. Say, because Moses has asked for the people. But this Moses, you see, Moses told God not to be angry and begged God. But he himself, when he came down, look how angry he was. <laughs> Can you believe that when he, you said God should not be angry, and you beg, but when and when and Moses turned and went down from the mountain, and the two tables of them were in hand. The tables were written. Continue quickly. Uh, written. Let's see how angry he was when he came down. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, "There is noise of war in the camp." Okay, continue. I want to see how. Go back. Look at Moses. Too. And it came to as soon as he came to the camp that he saw the calf and the dancing. Moses' anger waxed hot. You, you told God not to be angry. Very angry. Waxed hot. And he cast the tables out of his hands and break them. And what nonsense is this? Well, he was telling God not to be angry. And then look at some cock and bull story. We'll continue. And he took the calf which he had made, uh, bent it, and let the people drink it. <laughs> then he asked something. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did this people, what did this people unto thee that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? Because they didn't know God. Look at some story. And Aaron said, Let not the anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people that they are <laughs> set on mischief. You, Aaron, you are the one who said, <laughs> you are the one who said we should bring our earrings. Now you are saying that it's us. Aaron. It's a type of a pastor who puts the blame on the people. For, look, at, look at the story. For they said unto me, Make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, that the mother brother, we, not, we, we ought not what has become of him. And I said unto them, Whosoever have any gold, let them break it off. Surely they gave it to me. Look at the story. Look at it. Surely they gave it to me. Then I cast it into the fire. And they... <laughs> Can you hear what they're not saying? The people bring the, brought me the earrings. Then I put the earrings in the fire. Then the calf came out of the fire. Ah! Aaron! <laughs> This is what we call a cock and bull. I mean, they say this is called a cock and bull story. This is what it is. 
what he said? That they brought their earrings. Then I put it in the fire. Then the calf came out of the fire. Aaron, seriously? <laughs> I hear me. So what I'm trying to say, see, this is a clear story of a people who the pastor knows God, but they don't know God. See, and what I'm saying is that you, you have to know God for yourself. Don't be shallow. Tell your neighbor, don't be shallow. Because a lot of Christians, in fact, it is for that reason why even sometimes when the pastor travels, people don't come to church. So every time I travel, I check the attendance. See those of you who didn't come. I always look for the attendance. The people who come because reverend is not. Know God for yourself. Know the reason why you come to church. Hallelujah. Yeah, know God for yourself. Amen. Wonderful. Because you see, you will be tested. You will be tempted. Hallelujah. Yeah. You will be tempted. Another reason why, so what is the first reading? Shallowness. Another reason why people backslide is lust. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 10. Causes of backsliding. We are looking into. Causes of backsliding. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 10. For Di- Paul is written, For Demas, for Demas had forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Grecians, Galatians. Paul said, Demas has forsaken me. Demas has left. And the reason Demas was part of the apostles. We're all doing the work of God. We're all evangelizing. We're all witnessing. But now Demas doesn't come anymore. Demas doesn't come to church anymore. Demas does not come for choir rehearsal anymore. Demas does not come for prayer meeting anymore. We are looking for Brother Demas. We can't find him. And the reason why Demas does not come anymore is not because Demas is sick. It's not because Demas has traveled. But the reason why we don't see brother Demas again is because he loved the world. Having loved this world. You see, there are some people who are in the church but they still love the world. They come to church but they still have not forsaken the world. The things of the world are still attractive to them. You are, in the, you are in church, but you still love the world. You love the world. You love the world. You still have an attraction towards the world. So after many years in church, you still listen to your old music. You still have your old friends in the world. You still read the old worldly books. You are still attracted to the old fashion. You still have your old friends that you talk to. So you still have an attraction. Love the world. You see, and love is a gravitational pull. Anything that you love, you, it draws you. Love is a gravitational pull. Love has an ability to draw you. That is why when you loved that man... You, he, he pulled you away from your mother and father to him. 
have not thought about it. That your, it was your love for that man that made you leave your mother and father's house. Because anything you love pulls you. And Paul is saying that even though we're in the church, they must still have a word love for the world. You see, let me tell you something. If you're a Christian and you still love worldly things after this many years of being in church, you still like worldly music, worldly fashion, worldly friends, worldly association, it is only a matter of time you will go back. For Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this world. You are still in church. But you, most of your friends are still unbelievers. Your BFF are unbelievers. I mean, how much control do we have for you? I only speak to you for only about two hours on a Sunday. But for the rest of the week, the people you talk to are not Christians. Haven't loved this world. It is only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. You still have an unbeliever as a boyfriend. It's only a matter of time. And you come with this children, oh, you know, uh, I'm working on him. I'm trying to get him converted. No. I'm staying there. I am trying to get him converted. No. Oh, Rev, you know, no, no, give us time. Give us time. I mean, he will change. He will change. Yeah. Yeah. Before you convert him, he will convert you. You'll be surprised. Hallelujah. Is it? Is the is it the love for the world? Okay. You see, it is one the, one. the love for the world is a strong tool. So you are probably safe in church because you are around everybody. But the day you are not around anybody in church, that tool will take you back. Hallelujah. That is why when you are born again. You must forsake the world. You must turn you. You must see Christianity is a radical change. You must say that now that I am born again, you should be able to pick up a phone and say, Hey Jimmy, you know, it's over. <laughs> Hi, James. It's over. It's over. The things we used to do, we don't do them no more. James, I'm born again. I'm a Christian. James, I don't hate you. But James, I gotta go. James, no more. No, 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 no. I don't hate you. I pray for you. But James. And so even though, even though James will say, Oh, baby, I baby. You know, you can still love God and love me. You know, love is shed abroad in our hearts. <laughs> you should say, Yes. But the love of God is greater. And the Bible says, no man can serve two masters. James, Jesus is my master. <laughs> I got myself a new master. His name is Jesus. 
Bye, James. You can even cry. That's the matter. You cry. Bye, James. It's okay. Cry. But at the end of the day, James must go. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. You can't say that. And James will call back. Hi, baby. Listen. You cannot make all this years go down, go to waste. Baby, we've been sweeter since high school, baby. <laughs> We've been sweet since high school, baby. Listen, baby. I know, you know, um, I know of this new change and new thing. But, you know, don't, baby, you can't forget about the good times. You can't forget about the good times. Baby, no, you can't forget about the good times. You remember the good times you had together? Baby, no, no, no. Baby, no, 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 no. Baby, no, no, no. You can't just leave me this way. No, baby. Remember the good times. Remember my love for you, baby. I tell you, I will take care of you, baby. Then you say, James, I remember the good times. I remember you used to take care of me. But I found something greater. I found something better. I found something about my soul. And James, I don't hate you, but this cannot continue. I, uh, I got to go. I'm a Christian. Jesus is my Lord. Let him know that you are born again. You are a Christian. You see, otherwise, with James around the corner, with James around the corner, it is only a matter of time. It is, well, you are in church, but James is around the corner. After church, you pull up. <laughs> Especially on a cold wintry day like this. Hi, babe. Hi, babe, 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 babe. You know, I knew you were checking. I just checked the temperature. It was really freezing. And I know the trains are running late. So, babe, come on. Why don't you jump in, babe? Listen. I'm preaching. Yeah. You still love the world. It is only a matter of time. You must be able to say that I am born again. No turning back. I am saved. When your bodies keep calling you, tell them that I don't do that anymore. Declare your stand. I don't do that anymore. I don't party anymore. You are saying you are born again. Listen, look, like, we know you're a Christian, you know you're a Christian, but you know, this, this is the last party of the year. This is the last party. It's okay. This is the last party. It's okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. One party, no big deal. No. One party is a big deal. One drink is a big deal. You must be born again. If you are changed, you are changed. I say, if you are changed, you are changed. Having loved this world. Demons. Yeah. Forsaking us. 
a certain pool will take you back. That is why even the things that, you see, it, it also means that even the things of the world that you had when you got saved, some of them we have to dispose of them. Some books have to be thrown away. Some, friends, some movies have to be discarded. Some songs have to be discarded. Some numbers have to be deleted. I'm pre- I said some numbers have, you have to block them. Their numbers have to be deleted. I'm preaching. Yeah. What's the, what do you say? New phone number, yeah. Block it. You see, I'm preaching to you the, the things that will take you back. For Demas. Because I remember when I got saved, I used to like music. And I had a lot of music. If you come to my room, look, I used to work in London when, they, when I get paid. I'm preaching. Can I preach you in this corner? I said, when, when, I, when I get paid, I will take my whole paycheck and go to a record store. Can you believe it? I mean, I will take my paycheck the whole week that they have paid me. When I get the money, I will enter a record store and I will be picking up music. I can spend my whole ch- paycheck on music. It's called Elpis, long plates. Elpis. And if you come to my room, and I, I, I was like a library. Name it. Spiral Gyra, Bob Marley, Peter Torch, what do I mean? Line up! All lined up. But when I got born again, when I got saved, this brother died. <laughs> he came to my room. He said, Oh, you can't listen to this music. I said, What do you mean? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I said, oh, no, you can't listen to me. I said, what do you mean? I said, it's worldly music. I said, hmm, so? Then, <laughs> then I said, okay, if I'm going to do a selection, so I began to go through the selection. Sexual healing, I took it out. Because that's Marvin Gaye. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Lionel Richie, all night long, I took it out. <laughs> I am living on a jet plane. No, no, when I will be, I took it out. So, I'm a Spanx. Zion train is coming our way. I took it out. I still I took them out. Baby, don't worry about a thing. Because every little thing is going to be all right. Rise up this morning. Right. I took it out. So after I thinned it out, I thought I was done. Brother, that came back again. <laughs> he 
said, what about this one? Then I said, ah, but this is jazz. This is jazz. It's no wet. I mean, at least I've taken Cool and the Gang out. Cool and the Gang. Get down on it. Get down on it. I took Cool and the Gang out. <laughs> Oh, I knew the song, Sammy. Come on, I had a library of them. So now I am left with only instrument jazz, and I just used to lie down quietly, studying. Out when I turn, open a jazz, and like when I read, and the jazz never it goes faster. <laughs> so I left my jazz. Then brother Ra comes. He said, ah, "What about this one?" I said, "But this one, there are no words." I was about to argue, there are no words. They know it. So what's the problem? Then he opened the scripture. Because the brother, he, brother, he knew the word. He knew the word. He opened the scripture. He says, there was an evil spirit from the Lord upon Saul. And when Saul called David to come, and when David played the harp, he didn't say when David sang, when David played the harp, instrumentalist. It says, and when David played the harp, the evil spirit left Saul. So you don't need the words. It's the spirit of the music that makes the difference. <laughs> I said, ah! so what we throw this last one to are we? It was a battle. But I thank God I obeyed. That's why I got saved. Yeah. Hallelujah. So any worldly thing that is still following you, that boy, that number, that friend, that party, that food, if you want to continue with Christ, then cut it off. Even books. Some of you, mine was music, but some of you, yours is books. You love books, and some of the books you read, they are worldly. Books that talks about romance, and then, and when John came at 12 midnight, he saw that Susie was behind the alley, and Susie didn't see Michael coming through, so Margaret, and then you are lying in your room. <laughs> you are other ones. You are reading Fifty Shades of Grey, Christian sister. No. 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 A Christian should not read 50 shades of gray. I don't know. I haven't read the book. I just saw a review. But when I saw it, I said, this is not a book for a Christian. Are you hearing me? For Demas had forsaken me. Hallelujah. Tell your brother, don't be Demas. Say, don't be Demas. Say, cut the world off. Look, you will go back. If you don't cut the world, it will go back. It's only a matter of time. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we backslide. Amen. Yeah. That's why we backslide. The love for the well. And the things of the well. Yeah. 
see, even your fashion must change. Sometimes some, fashion, some, some dressing is worldly. I'm preaching to you. Some of us have worldly dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you see, the way you are dressing, the way you are dressing, you become, you, 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 your dress sends a message to other people that they can talk to you, they can call you. That's what you don't know. You send a message that men can call you and talk to you anyhow. Because, yes, because, yes, because when you are passing, and you also think that, oh, I'm cute. You're not cute. I'm preaching to you. You are not cute. You see, the Bible in the, in the book of Proverbs, it says, and she has the attire of a harlot. It's in the Bible. There is something called the attire of a harlot. It doesn't say you are a harlot, but you have the dressing of a harlot. Anything that when you pass by, men looked at you and said, it does not mean you are handsome. It means you are dressed like a prostitute. It does not mean you are beautiful. It means you are dressed like a prostitute. So when you are born again, even your dressing should change. I'm not saying, well, be a maxi priest. <laughs> I said, I'm not saying be a maxi priest. That's what I'm talking about. But, uh, like, everything is like straight gown. Then you are, no, no. But certain dressings, okay, certain dressings look like the attire of a harlot. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it was on sale, and I got it, and my brother, I'm, I'm a Christian sister. Your, your dress is like a rope. No, no, no. It's not, you see, these are worldly. Yeah. And the Bible says, desist from all appearances of evil. Some things are not evil, but they appear evil. Hallelujah. That is why if you are a brother and you are born again, that is if you are saved. You see, when you are, I'm preaching about the world. You see, when you are saved, you see, the things, some of the, some of you, you came from a background of drinking and alcohol. So when you get born again, don't keep that thing in the cabinet. Oh, oh you know, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't drink anymore, but I have a few, a few of the, um, this Johnny Walker is, is for, is for decoration. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. You have Johnny Walker and, uh, what, what are their names? You gave me what? Jack Daniels and what? And Hennessy. What? Black label. What do you say? Black Mary. You see, I mean, you keep you keep it there in your cabinet. He said, he said, oh, you know, I, I don't drink anymore, but you know, this this is for decoration and for visitors. Visitors. I'm preaching. You tell me that it's for decoration and visitors. So it's still there for visitors. There once in a while. Lord, you know our weakness when it's cold. When it's cold. Lord, today I don't have appetite, so you know. <laughs> It's only a matter of time. You must, you see, the Bible said that let, uh, say, 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 let us set aside 
the sin and the witch that easily beset us. You had a problem with alcohol, drinking. When you get born again, it must be the last thing you must keep in your house. Because it's a sin that easily besets you. Because it's only a matter of time. Hallelujah. Having loved this world. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep all this in, for visitors. Now. Are you hearing me? Listen, these are things that link us to the well. Am I preaching to us? These are the things that link us to the well. So if you say we are born again, we must cut them out. Some of us is music. Some is alcohol. Some is books. Some is friends. Some of you, you look like partying. You are a club girl. You are a club girl. Friday night, Saturday night. You can club and gyrate your body. Were you, were you clubbing? You used to go to club? Really? We're clubbing. So what did they do? Huh? So what do you do in the club? When you enter, no, then, huh? You dance. Girls night. That was then, yeah. But she, 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 she stopped. She doesn't do it anymore. Saturday is now rehearsal. Instead of clubbing. You see, so why don't you convert your clubbing Saturday to a rehearsal Saturday? Instead of saying, oh, I mean, one party, no big deal. For Demas. For Demas. For Demas. For Demas. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this world. Amen. Are you here with me? If we are saved, we are saved. Let there be a change. I said, let there be a change. Don't keep that old links. Hallelujah. Always beware of the mixed multitude. For it was the mixed multitude that complained that let us go back to Egypt. When they left Egypt, when they left Egypt, and they came with a mixed multitude, the mixed multitude will always say, let's go back to Egypt. Hallelujah. Let me give you one more point, then we'll be done. Another reason why, another reason why we backslide, I'll just mention it, we'll continue next week. Another reason why, of course, that we can easily backslide is bitterness. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Hebrews 12, 15. It says, looking diligently, see, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Mind you, it is by grace that you are saved. Through faith. So about to be careful. Lest the grace fall short. Looking diligently. 
lest any man fall of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. This is it. Root of bitterness. Somebody does something, you are hurt. You are bitter. So you don't come again. That's why people backslide. Yes, what they did was painful, but that is not a reason to cut yourself from church. Lest any root of bitterness. Lest any root of bitterness. You see, the thing about bitterness, when you are bitter and you are hurt, you are the one that it defiles, not the person. Most of the time, the person who offended you is moving on. Look, it, you see, Lest any root of it spring up trouble you. He doesn't trouble the person. The person who offended you, the one who hurt you, he, he's moving on. You are the one who is bitter. So if you don't have the ability to work in forgiveness and to let evil and pain go away, you are the one who will be troubled. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have the capacity or the ability to walk in forgiveness. You are the one who will be troubled. Less any root of bitterness. This is what can take you away. Bitter. People will offend you. People will hurt you. See, Christianity, you see, Christianity is like any relationship. If you see any relationship that is doing well, or progressing, the fundamental, uh, the fundamental base, or the, the main reason why relationships do well and progress is that there's a lot of unforgiveness. If you see anybody relating well, there's a lot of unf- there's a, there's, uh, sorry. If you see a, any relationship doing well, there's a lot of forgiveness. Forgiveness is the basis for which relationship do well. Because by nature, when you put two people together, they will rub each other on each side. That's how we are. So the only way we can progress is we, we learn to forgive one another. Any relationship, be it marriage, friendship. Has she, has, has she offended you before? Has she? Once? Twice? Are you still a friend? Even now, the way she's looking at you is offensive. <laughs> Even the way she's looking at you now is actually offensive. So, 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 you know, you must learn to work in forgiveness. Because the thing about bitterness is that it affects you. Hallelujah. And one area that you, you, can, you, you, you can be offended is church. In church. You can be offended. For your salvation. That is why you must value your salvation above people's comments. Unless any root of bitterness. Maybe you should have come to. You see, now, look, those of you who don't come for Tuesday service, you are missing. We are having wonderful Tuesday teaching services. I mean, wonderful. And I would really encourage you. Our services are just seven to nine. We are done. Back here. Beautiful. On Tuesday, I was talking about one of the colors of God, blue. And the Bible says, it's the blueness of the wound. 
In Proverbs, the blueness of the wound drives away the evil. It's in Proverbs. Blue. We're talking about the tabernacle. Oh, it's a very wonderful season. So look, come, Tuesday, 7 to 9. I don't know why you, some of you are missing it. It's, it's a powerful teachings. 7 to 9, the blueness. Look, you must learn to walk in forgiveness. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Because bitterness can cause you to backslide. And don't last after, don't last after anything, like I said, too much. Don't put anything above God. A lot of Christian sisters backslide when they marry. They are very zealous when they are single. But as soon as they marry, somebody can easily take them away from the church. We had a very Christian, uh, a very mature brother. We used to call him, who, brought, who used to teach Bishop and all, all of us. We used to call him Uncle James. Uncle James used to say that, look, he does not invest too much on Christian sisters. And we said, why? He said, no matter what you do to them, it's only a boy. Once the boy comes, they can easily leave everything. That's what Uncle James used to say. So he, Uncle James always preferred to, to invest in uh, Christian brothers. Because I say Christian sisters, they may be the most audacious sister. Let the boy come. You'll be surprised that this is... <laughs> they will be gone. Yeah. Because they desire so much to marry him. See, and that strong desire to marry him against the word of God is the last. Don't love any man above God. I said, don't love any man above God. You know why? If you like, you try it. You will love him above God. And you will see that when you marry him, you will need God. <laughs> yeah. I've seen beautiful, wonderful Christian sisters who are back, who have left. Don't do anything because of marriage. You will see that you have prayed for the person, prayer warrior, everything. Then some mulliganous person will come around. You will see them again. With rasta hair. And you will not see that person again because some mulliganous rasta guy has come. May you not backslide. May you not love anything above God. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Kaliyama Sokotonolia. Ilama Mama. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I wanna be more like you. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, I wanna be more like I wanna be more like Jesus. Wanna be a vessel to work through. I wanna be more like you. Sing it for me. Sing Jesus. I wanna be more like. I wanna be more like Jesus. I 
wanna be more like Jesus. Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you went through. With every head closed and every head bowed. With every eye closed and every head bowed. This morning you came to church. And I'm telling you, the Bible is telling us the greatest thing that can happen to you is to give your life to Christ. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? And I also spoke about backsliding. Falling back from your original place. There is no more important than salvation. So if there's anybody here, you are not born again. With every head bowed and every eye closed. For a brief moment. You are not saved. You are not saved. Salvation is the most important thing. Please, you say, preacher, pastor, pray for me. If you are not saved, I will always give you people the opportunity to be born again. If you are not born again, please lift up your hand and I will pray for you. You want to be a Christian. You want to give your life to Jesus. It's very important. It's very important. And that is our... That is why God sent his son. Father, we thank you for salvation. Let nobody here die and go to hell. And Father, for those who are weak in their faith, rekindle their faith. Rekindle our faith. May we be strong. May we not fall by the wayside. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.